The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Connor over here pushing the buttons for us. Jeff, I told you I thought it was a fine day. Sun shined out, warmed up to about 62, 3 degrees in my estate. Everything's good. <laughs> Your estate. Huh? Yeah. I thought that was a pretty big place over there. That's a very large home. Uh, yes, yeah, a very big lot. Yeah, you got an estate, all right. Yeah. If we were not a sports show and we, I could, we just ramble about anything, which we're prone to do anyway, I, I got a couple other stories I could tell you, but I won't do that. Uh, you you wouldn't want to hear them off air, and these people surely don't want to hear them. They do want to hear about some sports. It's Super Bowl week, Jeff. It is Super Bowl week. That is right. Not, not snuck up on you or anything? Nope. I've been I'm I'm ready to go. Got your party favors all together and you Well no hoot and holler. A number of people are are coming over to have dinner and celebrate Jake's birthday, but we've really already done that, but we will we will have a little thing there at halftime is when we eat. Uh so, you know, we'll we'll watch most of it, yeah. We will. Uh, I've been to We've had people at the house, and I've been, been some places. There's a lot of places people go, and they don't stay for the whole game. Right. But you it sounds like you, you, your people are in for the duration. Most of them will stay and watch, and at least until there's a you know a clear winner, which I don't think this year that there will be. Uh, you know, in the third quarter, you'll say, "Well, this game's over." I doubt if that's going to happen. Uh, but it, it could happen. But usually, they'll stay for the whole thing and eat everything in sight, uh, which is okay. And as we learned, Jeff, even when you're ahead by three or four touchdowns in the third quarter. It's happened a time or two this year that somebody's come back and won those games. That so is, as they say, it's not over till it's over. That, yeah, Yogi? Yeah, yeah, I think that was Yogi. I believe he said that. Uh, well, most of my family, it, it's sort of a, well, most of my family, including me, are picking the Chiefs to win. But in my case, I'm, I'm rooting for the Eagles. But just because I'm rooting for the Eagles, that doesn't mean that I think they're going to win because I don't. I don't think they will. The, they I don't might. know that I'll root for anybody. Yeah. I don't. I'm benign. I, I like the matchup because it looks like a good game, which is what I kind of root for. My world does not hinge on whether it's a good game or not, but it's kind of nice if you're going to spend three or four hours with some, some friends and so forth. You might as well have a good game to watch. Well, the Chiefs have been there three times in the last four years, so they're certainly not new. They, uh, people are going to get tired of them just uh, just like they did the 49ers, remember? They got tired of them uh, back when they were every, there every other year. Um, but then the Eagles, they've been there. I don't know how many times they've actually been in the Super Bowl. It seemed like maybe three times. And they did win one, so they've, you know, they've got to win. To their credit, and I'd like to see them win again. We got we got a couple of people in the family that are uh, big, serious Alabama fans, and so the Hurts being a quarterback for the University of Alabama at one time, there that's that's their reason. Well, that of course, why not? Yeah, I mean, Jeff, you, there's a few people listening <clears throat> in here that have no idea about what the first Super Bowl was like. You and I both can can kind of chronicle the first Super Bowl, which was not called Super Bowl at that time. And it was no big, big deal. As the AFC, the upstart league, for the first time getting a matchup with the champion of the National Football League, which is the one that's been around for a long time. And uh, it, was, it was a given. And it sure happened the first game that the uh, NFL won. And it was a given they were going to win the next year and the NFL won. And guess what? In year three, 
NFL didn't win the year three, no, which, which really year kind four. of sealed the, the <laughs> where these why the AFL is not where it's at anymore. They what they take about six teams into the league in year two, three or four later. Yeah, I uh, I think the first year I believe it, I think it was called the champion championship yeah, game or something. Champion, like yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't Super Bowl no. for sure. And uh, I don't know when the Super Bowl came around. I assume it may have been year three, but it might have been the year two. I I've know. heard someone tell me that. About the time the Super Bowl came out, yeah, it, it kind of re- resonated with people, and you know they they kind of took that theme and say, well, let's call it a Super Bowl. Wonder what they'd be like. And sometimes that happens and it goes nowhere, and sometimes it gets out there and it sticks. And, and now it's Jeff. There's people want to make that uh, uh, Monday after the Super Bowl a national holiday, right? <laughs> right, that's correct. They do. <laughs> of course, they would like to make it tomorrow a national holiday. <laughs> If you're going to get paid holidays. Well, I, I was I was sort of, well, I don't know if against, I guess I was. I, I thought that was kind of silly, really, in a way. And then they said later, when I found out the full thing, that they were going to swap Columbus Day and and not do that anymore. And, and but, but people have such celebrations on Columbus Day. It just, <laughs> I don't know. You have Columbus Day, Columbus Day parties, don't you? <laughs> No, I've never been to a Columbus Day party. And we were mad at Columbus. We even took his statue down somewhere. I don't remember where. Of course, we take him down all the time. But anyway. So I, so you, you'd you be up for the swap. I'm okay. Columbus Day can be still be a holiday. We're not taking that away from it. We're just no. taking the national holiday part of it out. What are we going to call Super Bowl Monday? I have no idea. Uh, my, now, my wife, Day? my wife has a solution. <laughs> okay, she always has a solution. And here's her solution. She said, "We'll make it. We'll make the Monday after the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl holiday, whatever you want to call it, and we'll also call it Columbus Day. Yes, we we'll celebrate both of them on the same day. Okay, I'm all right with that. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm easy, aren't I? I'm, <laughs> I'll do anything. I guess we celebrate Columbus Day on the day he was born, or was that the day he hit the, the, the continent, or what is what is the significance of that holiday being where where it is?" Well, I, I thought that the, the October was when he when he sailed at some point. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, what, it, so you're saying it's a sail date as opposed to a birthday? Yes, it's not a birthday. Okay, play. I I really don't know. Uh, and he and actually he sailed many times, but he came to the New World four times. Did you know him? I did not know him. <laughs> <laughs> Since I don't know him. I don't much care anyway. We got a call on the line. Let's get there to get out. Maybe this guy wants to talk some sports. Go ahead. How are you doing, Tim and Jeff? Doing? Well, we're y'all doing, talking, we're, we're y'all, being y'all crazy. About, y'all were talking about the Super Bowl. Um, I've, I've just seen highlights, but uh, I know, I know, it was on, it was on two different networks. Oh yeah, it yeah. Was on two, and, it, and it wasn't even sold out. That's correct. It was not. It there were plenty of seats. Plenty of seats. And they weren't expensive even, at all. Even, yeah, what even what the, somebody was saying uh, either this year or sometime uh, if you had a ticket stub or that Super Bowl, how much would it be worth? You know. If you had tickets to him or something, if you went to that first Super Bowl or somebody in your family did say that, how much that'd be worth I guess, it, I, I guess you Jeff, you're a collector. It would be worth something. Considerable. It? Yes. It'd be, it'd be worth a zero by amount of, uh, amount of uh, money and things. But, uh, but no, uh, 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 I, I know this year, I, I know I'm rooting for the Eagles because of Reed Blankenship. But I'm hoping he'll, he'll, get a, he'll get a ring, you know. Well, the Raiders have one on the other side too, so yeah, 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 we're, we're going to have a Blue yeah, Raiders that's going to win the Chiefs Super Bowl. Do, yeah, the Chiefs do too as well. But I mean, I just I, just, I like seeing him get. Well, I, I like first, Blankenship myself. I, I'm with you. First year in the league and, and everything, everything like that. But uh, yeah, we all are talking about that, and uh, I, I know it's getting close to a to a tournament time in the, in, in a basketball. Jeff, were you surprised that uh, Oakland beat be, be Riverdale that bad Friday night? You see that score. Uh, you're talking about the girls' game now. Yeah, the boys, the boys, the boys. Uh, Oakland, Riverdale this last week. We surprised it. What, what was the score? Uh, Oakland, uh, Riverdale, seventy-seven. Oakland, forty-nine. Okay, you said it backwards just a minute ago. The boys, yeah, the boys. And the boys. I, I was not surprised that Riverdale won. I certainly was surprised at the margin. Yes. Yeah, that the boys. And I know they got this week to play. I know Friday's the last. Is the last. Uh, the last uh, regular season, I know. I know Oakland's got a game tomorrow. They, they've got a couple of non-district games. They're playing. They're playing Lebanon Friday night, and they're playing York on Saturday. And then they'll uh, bet everybody bound to win the district tournament starts. But I do know it's going to be in the boys. The the elimination game is going to be Blackman and Riverdale. And the elimination game going to be those two. To whoever loses will be out, and then the 
so it's kind of an odd place for Barry Morton to be in the uh, in this time of year. So, but uh, you know that type of thing. But no, I was as about the Super Bowl and uh, and a Super Bowl three. You know that name is that name is uh, name is guarantee and and all, all that. So I remember I watched one of the films one time and the old NFL films and a fan had a had a sign that said Earl the Burr will make Joe the mouth eat his words or whatever he ever said. <laughs> well, see, well, she never did. Well, pick so, is the winner. Yeah, he was. He was a winner. So, but y'all yeah, yeah, ain't a guy before we show. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you notice the commercials, the Electronic Express and all these people trying to sell TVs and, and snacks and whatever. They call it the big game because they're not allowed to use the word Super Bowl unless they pay that premium for it. Right. That's, that is correct. Yeah. I, uh, um, we can say it, can't we? Well, I guess we can, yeah. We're not selling anything? It, you know, it, it, I guess people – know Joe Namath more t- today because of the insurance commercials than they knew. Uh, the Pantyhose commercials one got me. Well, yeah, but you remember it, though. <laughs> See, it, it hasn't run in a while. <laughs> hey, it sold pantyhose. It did. It, <laughs> it, it, Joe Namath guaranteed it. Now, that's, how many times the guarantees really happen? For sure? uh, the I, ones that really happen that work are the ones we remember. The ones that get guaranteed and don't work, which are a dime a dozen, we don't remember much. Jeff, we've got to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk some Raider sports. Uh, good news, bad news, good news, bad news, good news, good news. Maybe some. Well, we'll, we'll get that all straight out right after this. Romance on the downtown square. The perfect Valentine's experience? Shop for that one-of-a-kind gift. The romantic downtown. Schedule the ultimate date night in historic downtown Murfreesboro. Valentine's on the downtown square. Over 50 unique venues to visit. Bring your date downtown. Love is always sweeter in the historic downtown. Check out MainStreetMurfreesboro.org for a list of places to visit for the Valentine's gift like no other. Valentine's on the downtown square. It's a slick pig barbecue Spicy wings and Brunswick stew Everything made fresh for you At the slick pig barbecue There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too Ribs so tender don't need to chew Well come on folks I'm telling you It's a slick pig barbecue In 1920 East Main You're gonna love the pig Slick Pig Barbecue, a Murfreesboro tradition. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing experts. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Did you know that you can plan your funeral in advance without actually paying for your funeral in advance? In other words, if it's not a convenient time to pay for your funeral, you can still choose your funeral items and we'll file them away for later. Let's consider that together. You make the decisions for yourself and when that financial window opens up, it becomes an easier decision. Call me at 615-893-2422 and let's plan together. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services with Edward Jones here in Murfreesboro. Jeff, good news, bad news, good news over the weekend for Raider sports. The good news for sure is the Raider guys t- swept at home, but two pretty good margins against a couple pretty good teams. Uh, they're 8-5 and five in the league now, which is good for, I think, tied for third place, which is going into the season. We would have 
We'd probably accept that. As, that'd be all right, wouldn't, wouldn't we? I guess so. Yes, I, I think I think that's fair, and I think that's about about where we should be. Uh, just looking at the games that I've looked at, uh, which would be every home game, I guess, but one. Um, I was, uh, I don't know uh, uh, how you felt about it. It looked like to me the the, the last game they played, uh, which was uh, what was it, San Antonio? Uh, yeah, yeah, San Antonio. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were. I thought. Just I don't know if the right word lazy is a big well, word. First half just wasn't well played by either team. Well, is that fair to say. First half we were just very mediocre. Yeah, uh, our energy level was not good and everything. Well, let but, me let me stop you there. And I said the same thing. And I reminded myself, but we're up six, which means the other team wasn't doing much either. Obviously, so like I say, I thought the first half was poorly played by both squads. Second half. I thought we came out with new purpose. I don't, I don't know what was done at halftime, but we came out with new purpose and, and got a lead, extended our lead after a few moments. We extended our lead to, to pretty good, you know, at 25, I think, at one point. Needed so. a sweep because they'd gotten swept the last weekend before that. And uh, now 8-5 and five and, and gives themselves a chance for a first-round bye. Uh, now they got to go on the road again, and it can be obviously tough to do, but uh, – Congratulations, Nick McDevitt. Uh, he'll be on tonight at 7 o'clock. Rick Hensel Live is on at 6. Nick McDevitt Live at 7 right here on WGNS. Good news. Another bit of good news. Lady Raiders are in first place. Okay. <laughs> that is good news. It is good news. And let, let's talk about expectations. Going into the season, as good as we thought the ball club would be, if you said they're going to be 11-2 and after 13 games – would that have been something you said? Yeah, that, that, that'd be that'd be that'd be all right. And we're going to be in first place, by the way. Wouldn't you? I would have I said eleven and two in first place after thirteen games. Would yeah? Oh yeah, I'd, sure. I'm talking about way back in October. Yeah, I'm not talking about two weeks ago. Eleven and two and in first place at this time of year, I will take that every year. That's the good news. The bad news is, yeah, I know the bad news. <laughs> going on the road and getting swept, Jeff. I don't know what the odds would have been. Nobody in Vegas would have cared about this, but the odds of Middle going to El Paso and San Antonio and getting beat both games had to be ten thousand to one, wouldn't you think? I mean, yeah, I was a little fearful of El Paso, and it turned out to, for good reason. I didn't think there's a way in the world San Antonio could beat us, and uh, the question's got to be. What went wrong last weekend? Because that team was on a what eight seventeen game winning streak and looked invincible, had a eighteen or nineteen point win margin, and all of a sudden all that vanished away. But they are the good news is they're in first place. I'm trying to keep that in mind. The bad news is they got swept twice, and right now they're kind of they're going to play for first place on Thursday night, which we never would have dreamed of two weeks ago. Well. I don't know if you reviewed the stats or anything on either on either game, I did. but this last one, <laughs> this is just an, an unbelievable stat to me from this team. We shot fifty-four three-pointers and hit ten of them. That's less than twenty percent. You cannot win doing that. Why we continued to do that the entire game, I don't know. I can't answer. I'm, uh, you know, I'm ev- evidently we, we thought we were going to come out of that. You know, rut, and we did not. So, you know, okay. Well, I think we're going to be fine, and I think we've got some great games and times ahead of us. It's an offensive malaise because defensively, you hold El Paso to 65. You're supposed to win there because middle averaging 75, 80 points a game, right? Right. The last four or five games, they hadn't done anywhere close to that. Held at San Antonio to what was the score of that game? 50, 58 to 53, 50, yeah, I think. He's in the 50s. Yeah. Hold them under 60. You're supposed to win with this offensive ball club. So, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to hear what Coach Ensel's got to say. And, and uh, I'm thinking back to his career at Middle and at Shelbyville, where he was so successful as a high school coach. I'm trying to think <laughs> if he's ever gone to a situ- situation where a team that was decidedly. Favorite as his Shelbyville ball club was, right? Most of the time, getting beat by two inferior teams in a row. I wonder if that's ever happened. I don't know if we if you if it's true that sometimes you just have a bad day and we happen to have two of them in a row on the road 
and you you got to get that out of your system, and it happens to every team, and that is true. And, and that is true. That's yeah, that's it, right. That's why it's so almost impossible to go undefeated. Yeah, you just can't stay away from that. That um, if that's true, I hope we have it out of our system. Um, I, and I'm, I'm I'm I feel pretty good about us. I don't. Uh, my opinion of the ball club, not that my opinion matters, but my opinion of it is you know still very. I, I feel very good about their chances. I, sh- I hate. I shouldn't have used the word inferior opponents, but you get what I'm saying. Teams that they sh- should beat, beating San Antonio unmercifully here at home earlier in the year. But Jeff, you got. I do remind myself all the time. There are scholarship players on the other side too. There's a professional coach on the other side too. You know, it's not like you walk into any conference USA game and say, "All I got to do is show up on the court, and we're going to win the game." And and that. I don't know if that. I don't think that was the attitude. I don't expect it was, but you do have some nights, and some nights turn into some other nights. And frankly, Jeff, I don't think they played well the last two games at home. Well, that's correct. And I was I was thinking about that on the way over here. That really, you could maybe see this coming. Yeah. That we were going to have some problems down the road, and if we continued to play like we had the last two games at home, even though we won both of them. If we continued that level of play, we were going to have some problems maybe that we didn't expect to have. And we did. And we paid for them. Well, play Western Kentucky Thursday night, which is in second place. And by the way, Western Kentucky is our biggest rival for those that don't know. I think it's a great time for that game to come up, Jeff. I think the, the ball club needs something to put more, maybe more purpose back into it than they had before. I don't know. But I expect them to respond. But they better respond because if they don't, They'll end up with a three-game losing streak, but I expect uh, a confident team to come out, and that's what I think Coach Insel's got to do, right? And still get that confidence back in them. I 100% agree. And if 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 we were satisfied with with not necessarily how we how the win and loss, which of course how could you be satisfied with the loss? But if we were satisfied with the way we played. Then we've got real problems. I don't believe we, I don't believe we are. I don't. I, I'm certain that that Coach Insel and Coach Hodges are are, are are in any way satisfied. I wouldn't think we've all raised the level of the players, the coaches, the fans to a level that might have been a little bit beyond what many ball club, clubs could handle. As you mentioned, it's hard to go undefeated, but uh, they got to bounce back and. And I'm hoping I hear Coach Ensel say, and I think I will, that they had a good practice today and come out and uh, get things rolling on Thursday night. I'm looking forward to it. And as I say, I think it's a perfect time to play Western from the standpoint they need they need something that says, guys, we know we got to play this game. This is a team we got to beat. Because if they don't, you lose to your rival and you're now tied for first place. Right. You don't want that to happen. No. I, I... And you'll be there Thursday, Thursday night to kind of help make sure that that doesn't happen. And and you talk about good news. There's there's really a little bit more good news here, and that is that up to this point, except for the last two weeks, these this team has not shown any particular signs of this. Right. Uh, you know, and I just, this is not who they are, in my opinion. This is sure. not who they are, and I I expect us to play Western uh, as good as we can possibly play. Yeah, a four or five game streak where you're playing super well is not enough to hang the whole season on what you're saying but when you do it for 16 15 14 13 games or anything like that yes the capability is clearly there uh i guess there's a lot of film study a lot of conversation in the coaching room what is it we got to get back to instill that confidence in them and, and get it done and uh rick Hensel live at six nick mcdavid live at seven and i'll say this to the fans fans the team needs you worse right now than they did when they were winning 18 in a row. Right? Right. You know, the pats on the back are over with being 21st of the country. That's not going to happen anymore. So let's get that out of our way, and let's get on to business of winning the conference championship the way we're supposed to. Let's take a break. Chip Walters up next with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Meteorologist Ray Miller from News Radio WGNS with a reminder that you can download the Weatherology app on your phone for the forecast at your fingertips. We can even send weather bulletins directly to your phone. Download the Weatherology app today. It's free in the App Store. 
Good afternoon. People are still staring at this wreck as they drive by. The left lane's blocked. 440 westbound at West End. Murphy Road. Traffic's increasing even more out towards Rutherford County on 24. That's been really busy eastbound. Still slow as you come through Smyrna. Uh, again, going through that section of Rutherford County this afternoon. Coming in from Davidson has really been a challenge. Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. Check them out online, nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Premier Six Theater on Broad in Jackson Heights. Let's all go to the movies. Let's Check out what's showing at MurfreesboroMovies.com. Popcorn popped fresh daily. Premier Six on Broad in Jackson Heights. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com. To learn more, call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Caught 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup and score. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Coming up tonight at 6 o'clock, it'll be Rick Ensel live and then Nick McDevitt live at 7 o'clock. It'll be live from the boulevard as we'll be talking Middle Tennessee basketball, both women and men. The Lady Raiders this past weekend had a uh, tough trip through Texas, losing at UTEP on Thursday and UTSA on Saturday. On the other side of things, the Blue Raider men were at home and swept the Miners and the Roadrunners in their two games. The Lady Raiders remain in first place in the Conference USA, but their lead is down to one game. The Blue Raider men are currently in third place in Conference USA in a good spot. Now this week, the men go on the road playing at Western Kentucky on Thursday and UAB on Saturday. Not much tougher weeks you can have in the league than that. And now the Lady Raiders will be back in the friendly confines of Murphy Center and they'll take on Western Kentucky on Thursday night and UAB on Saturday but this week they'll be at home two coaches will be with us tonight starting at six o'clock hope you'll join us live at the boulevard if you can't be there in person we're always right here on the radio and on Facebook live 
Turning to men's tennis, Middle Tennessee looked to string together its first three-match win streak of the young season, and they did that at the Adams Tennis Complex on Sunday. The 21st-ranked Blue Raiders did just that with a pair of wins over Princeton, beating the Tigers 5-2, and Alabama A&M, who they shut out by a 7 to nothing scores. The Blue Raiders clinched the doubles point in both matches with the veteran pairing of Stein Slump and Pavel Model picking it up against Princeton. Model and uh, Shu Matsuoka getting it done against Alabama A&M. The 26th ranked duo of Oscar Bostrom Polson and Francisco Rocha picked up a 6-4 to four win against them as well. So congratulations, men tennis getting another big win there. Men's cross country and track and field. The uh, this past weekend, Middle competed uh, and won four events in Birmingham at the Jaguar Invitational. The event wins came in the women's mile race with a time of five minutes one point six one seconds for Lasego Impshi, senior. Uh, Purity Sanga won the women's 3,000 meter with a time of 9 minutes 43.82 seconds. Esther Issa continued her dominance in the women's long jump with another first place finish with a mark of 5.91 meters. And Akira Benton won in the women's triple jump with a mark of 11.76 meters. Uh, Men's top performer Alaba Akintola ran in the 200 meter where he placed second with a time of 21.34. All the individuals and their finishes are available on GoBlueRaiders.com. Marcus Vargin capped a strong start to the spring with his best round of Georgia Southern's Thomas Sharkey Invitational on Monday. The Estonian redshirt freshman carded a 70, which is two under par in the third round to finish fifth with a 54-hole score of 213. Luke Perkins finished the 61-man tournament in a tie for 17th. Paints, uh, Tate Heintzelman finished 53rd. All right, some other news off the field. MTSU Athletics launched the department's NIL online store front for fall sports last October and now open one concentrating on spring sports for 2023. You can find how to get there and make the purchase gear from your favorite uh, student athletes at GoBlueRaiders.com. So that's a look at what we've got this afternoon. We'll uh, join us tonight for the Rick Ensel Live and Nick McDevitt Live all coming up shortly here on WGNS. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan with us today. Jeff uh, from uh, Fans Heating and Air, not from, sponsored by Fans Heating and Air, and Lee Calvin Financial Services, Edward Jones. Uh, any more comments about uh, Raider basketball? Upcoming week. Western, of course, as I say, if, if Western girls are playing us at home, that means the Western guys are hosting the Blue Raiders. And, you know, Middles had the last, what, four or five years, had the upper hand on the toppers. That's correct. Which, uh, when I was in college, I never dreamed that could happen because they were the dreaded team from Western Kentucky that nobody could beat. Would it be legal? This came up. Legal's a big word, isn't it? Would it be against league policy to do this? And we were talking about this weekend at uh, at the house. 
to to play Western at Western and say let's just say play the women's game at Western at one o'clock and then play the men's game at Western at five thirty on the same day. Sure. Could could we do that? Sure. It's, well, it's done a good bit. We've seen one o'clock games here when the other team has been playing it in the evening. I thought you were going to say this, and in, in a Western game, maybe do it this way: play the have the road game for us, or for somebody start at one o'clock, and the home game start at three thirty, and, and pretty much announce that we're going to have the other game, the first game on the road, on the Megatron up up, and fans just come ahead early, and let's let's watch the game on the road together and then we'll sit and watch the other game at home what, what do you think about that well if we could both go to western or have them come here because you're going to play them twice right yes home and away right so so let's play them both both games men and women on the road on the same day and my point there is that would allow the the people that want to follow the whatever game would be at middle they would like to go and see the other game too. Well, sure. this, they get to go to both, and then and then the Western people and people in Bowling Green get to make some money because you've gone out to eat. Okay, and well, everybody but Rick Insel, and Bud Morris, <laughs> and Bud Morris. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then they get to come down here, and and hopefully they, they spend some money when they come here, and and we play both games, and you get to see both games, and all the teams get to have their supporters could come. Right now, I can't go to the men's game. Wouldn't attendance be better for both? All four games, wouldn't you think? Yes, for that very reason. That's you. You may have hit it on something. Well, I can't go to. I, well, I could go to Western and and see the, who is it. It's, it's it's the women. No, it's the men. I could go see the men play, right? Right. But I couldn't see the women. What are the game times this week? Oh, I don't know. I, now Thursday, I'm not going to happen on Thursday. First of all, you need to play that on the weekend to do what we're talking about, right? Right. Right. But there's plenty of Saturdays or Sundays to do that with. Well, I would think that you could do it. Now, I, I know that. But it is the only team that we could do that with because they're the only ones that are with an easy drive. Well, let's, let's ask of you, Mr. <clears throat> Commissioner of Conference USA. <laughs> okay. If I come in with a good idea <clears throat> that's maybe a little bit off the beaten path, but it's a good idea, and you sit back and say, you know what? That makes perfect sense. Why would we not do that? Right. Let's do it. They can do what they want to. They can play at 3 o'clock in the morning if they want to. Well, then let's, I don't want to play at 3 in the morning. I'm not going to that one. But I will go to a doubleheader at Western. And then and then I get to see a doubleheader here. Well, the one thing we know we do for sure is play games at 8 o'clock. That very few fans are excited yeah, about playing at 8 o'clock I, so we can be on television. But I, I, I get why you do it, and it's, it's the right thing to do, Jeff. But it's not, it's not something that the older fans appreciate. Well, that would be me. But I go anyway. And and my wife goes and, and okay and we eat first and then we go to the game, all that works out okay. But I have to admit, I'd rather I'd rather go to a six o'clock game, be home by nine thirty ten o'clock than be a lot later. Than the younger that. world works differently, and I get a little story I can tell you about my son, who's now forty two years old. But oh. when he was in college at Middle, he came by the house one evening. Said, Dad, don't you have some uh, dice? Uh, I did. We used to play Yahtzee a lot and things like that. So I had several things of dice. Yeah. He said, don't you have some poker chips? I said, yeah. I need to borrow them. I said, what are you for? He said, we're going to have a casino party. This was at 730 at night. When, when is it? Tonight. <laughs> I mean, the party's not going to start till 9 or 10 o'clock. <laughs> the time you and I would be headed for the bed, Right. <laughs> You'd be sound asleep by 10 30. You'd fall asleep in the middle of the hand. When I think back to my college days, Jeff, it was that way when, when sure. I was in school. I, the very idea of going to bed at 9 30 or 10 o'clock at night is just obscene. <laughs> and getting up at three, uh, getting up at 5 30 or 6 o'clock in the morning also, was also obscene. Can I stick in a word about Acuna? Can I do that? Since we're talking about crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I went on the internet today where I spend all my free time. And, and he. Well, first of all, tell everybody who, who we're talking about. Ronald Acuna. Well, he's the right fielder for the Atlanta Braves. And he's the biggest hot dog in, in baseball. <laughs> and near as I can tell. That's not, that's not saying it in a favorable fashion. I've never met anybody, I've never seen anybody that wants more attention than he does. But, and, and, by, and by the way, I think. I think that does hurt him a little bit. I, I really do because I think he spends a lot of time doing that. But he's a very talented player. But anyway, the announcement on the Internet was that he had retired 
from baseball. I read it to you. Yes. And he did retire <laughs> he gave from you baseball. Pause, didn't it? He, re- he retired from the Venezuelan League where he played this winter. Okay? And he found another way to get attention. And the, the and what happened? Somebody said something to his wife or threw something at them. I don't know when they were down there. And by the way, I think I told you, although I don't have the stats, but he absolutely ate that league alive this year. I, I don't know whether he was MVP. I don't have any idea, but he hit really well. But no, no longer. He's retired from the Venezuelan League. So if you had tickets to the Venezuelan League. Well, I'll ask the question I ask you uh-huh. off air, mm-hmm. and then we'll take a break because mm-hmm. people need to bother that. Wouldn't you think that that would be against his contract to be able to, to, to play in another league? As we said, contract's probably saying you can't ride a motorcycle. Pro- probably says you can't ride a roller coaster, Six Flags, things like that. Right? Right. No bungee jumping. Right. Contract's go- it's going to be in the it's going to be in the contract. Yes. When you I would sign think for so. several million dollars, it's going to be in the contract. You can't do that. You can't play baseball someplace else. Not even for the church league. Right. That's correct. Now I don't know. I don't know if it was in the contract or not. I don't know if he just got away with it. I don't Maybe know. Maybe you and I need to go into the legal business and go ahead and see if they don't get that in there if it's not there. Well, Maybe a good idea, Mister Commissioner. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You're not afraid to be fired. (laughs) Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Boy, will it hurt my pocketbook if I am. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, Good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. People are still staring at this wreck as they drive by. The left lane's blocked, 440 westbound at West End, Murphy Road. Traffic's increasing even more out towards Rutherford County on 24. That's been really busy eastbound. Still slow as you come through Smyrna. Uh, again, going through that section of Rutherford County this afternoon, coming in from Davidson has really been a challenge. Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. Check them out online, nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck when you're on time traffic. We do it your way pizza. Join the team at Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. As always, First Bank is our sponsor of the last segment of All Sports Talk, which we're about to get to in just a minute. Offices across the state of Tennessee, home office in Tennessee, and the one I bank in in Tennessee, right here in Murfreesboro. So give them a shot if you've got any banking business. Jeff, I was li- coming back last night and turned on the radio on a, on a sports talk station. And what was on was the NASCAR race from Los Angeles Coliseum. Did you pay any attention to that at all? Oh, yeah. I stayed up no, for I midnight. No, I mean, really. No, I did not. I have no idea who won. Well, the, the very idea that last year was the first year they did it. The very idea that you put an auto racing track in the Los Angeles Coliseum is a feed into itself, right? Right. You, you, you're going to take a football stadium, track stadium, and covered up with tar and blacktop and all this kind of stuff, put an infield in. How many thousands of millions of dollars do you have to do to put it in there and then to get it back out? That's step one. The fact that they're even doing it in Los Angeles Coliseum. Last year was uh, the first, and it seemed to work, so they did it a second year. So I thought, well, I want to watch this. It's a 150-lap race. on a, It's a quarter-mile track, so all they're doing is, you know, nobody's going fast because they're all bump, bumper to bumper with each other. Tracks are crowded. The only laps they counted were the ones under green flag, which means they could race. When they had a wreck and the yellow flag comes out, typically those laps still count. They don't in this race. So you're going to run 150 laps in green flag. I thought it was going to take forever because every time they started a new buzz around the track, somebody trying to get to jockeying for position, bump somebody, and they have a wreck, and they'd... here comes the yellow flag once again. 
I, I, I don't. I'm not a race fan. I did watch it because it was, it was a spectacle, I guess. But I just thought somebody in this track. I mean, these fans got to be watching, saying, "When is this race ever going to end?" <laughs> because they were so, like I say, so bunched up, and and so after you get a yellow flag, they all bunch back up again. The last place person gets gets to come up as close as they can. They're supposed to be spread out. So there's a lot of that. Uh, we do. You talk about music being too loud and, and doing things on the video boards that you and I don't understand and make sense of. That's another one. It's sports has become so much more marketable or marketing, I should say, than it is about the purity of sports. Don't you think? Yes, I do think so. And I, I, um, I do not know why. You know, you, Los Angeles is a, a huge city, a big population. But we've never really spent a lot of time marketing that as a racing center of America. You know, you can hold a race in Bristol, and, and it's well, you, full. Uh, that, there's a there's pretty good answer historically to that. Where did where did auto racing begin? Well, in the South. In the South. Yeah. And it was good old boys. Right. Racing in the South to watch, and good old boys going to watch it in the South. Right. Uh, I think L.A. is probably there is a track in California, Ontario. Uh, is there and they race there once or twice a year at, at least and there's now there's racetrack in arizona now there's racetracks they're trying to spread it out all over the place but you still the, still the big races are in the south but uh i don't know that there's a lot of good old boys in los angeles i guess what i'm trying to say <laughs> or good old girls you know <laughs> i think a lot of women go to these oh things, yeah you know? yeah but it's again we're back to marketing 101 well, that's right that's right. I, I, I think uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of about, I don't know, 46, 47% of season tickets are sold in the NFL to women. Yeah. Or they're there anyway. Um, which, who would have thought that 30, 40 years ago? But it is true. There's a lot of things in the NFL, for example, that I don't care much for. The one thing I do like, they get their games on, they play the game, and in three hours and 15 minutes, that game's going to be over. Right. That I like. They they found ways to clip this way. And notice after kickoff they go immediately to a commercial. You know, but they they college game. Woo, they can last forever. Yes, you're right. It 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 ruins momentum. I think. And as I've said, I don't know whether I said it to you or not. But you know the number of plays and the NFL, particularly our college. There's so many of them that they're they're reviewed or there there's an sure. injury or there's um, uh, some sort of problem with the play itself. There's a penalty. Something's wrong, and it just ruins momentum of the game. Um, and I think that's that's because that's a problem that the NFL is going to have to solve. And it's it, and basketball has its series of problems too. Basketball's biggest problem with the time clock, and they've started reviewing. Of course, they're reviewing more and more all the time. But their one of their major problems is that the last three, four minutes of the game takes forever yeah. to play. I mean, and the review takes forever. That's the that's part I don't does. understand. Go look at it. Put a time limit on 30 seconds. If you can't find it, we're going to change the call in 30 seconds. Just quit looking. Say, that's where we are. Don't you think? Yes. You're nodding your head up and down. Yes. And I, I, I see it at middle. And I, sure. I, I saw it the other night. Well, uh, they, what they'll do, they'll look at it, and then they'll go out and huddle and stand there and talk about it for about two minutes. Yeah. What are they saying, Jeff? I have no idea. But the, the idea of, of is something that you and I both learned when we were umpiring, and believe it or not, folks, we umpired a lot. Yes. Both of us I did. Riffed a few, riffed a few Here, games as here's, well. Here's what you do. You, you, you make a call. That's what you do. Sure. You make a call. And if you blew it, okay, I'm sorry. You're going to get booed and yelled at and et cetera, et cetera. But the game's going to go on. But not, not in today's world. The one thing that <laughs> – one thing that didn't happen in that world that happens now is instant replay. Right. Then they thought you missed it. And more times than not, you were right. And the fans up here looking at it with their heart instead of their head were wrong. That is correct. So if you missed one, which we everybody does, there's a human element in it. People fussed about the NFL game last week being poorly refereed. Well, it was refereed by human beings, folks. I'll tell you that for sure. I've seen uh, free throw shooters that are 90% free throw shooters miss a free throw. Right? Why? Because they're human. Referees are going to miss calls. But but now, if you miss a call, everybody knows it. 
And if you miss one bad enough, there you're going to show it over and over and over and over again. But we got to understand Risk and yeah. umpires, they are human beings that are going to make mistakes just like the free throw is going to get missed, the pass is going to hit out of bounds, the golfer is going to hit one in the lake. Professionals make mistakes, but apparently officials are not allowed to. Well, I've, I see them on television frequently. The, the, the ground ball is shortstop. He throws him out at first base, and it's a real close play. And I, and I think, you know, I believe that guy was safe. I believe, I believe he beat it. And then they'll show it. He didn't beat it. He was out. And the referee called him out. Some so, night, <laughs> you pay attention. You know, they put the square up now in the batter's box for, to show strikes and balls. Which didn't happen 50 years ago. That's why Harry Wendelstadt didn't get booed near as much as <laughs> you guys do now. But, Jeff, pay attention to that. 98% of the time, the umpires got it right. Now, you st- I've stood behind the catcher to try to do that, to see both corners and up and down, the batters, Me too. different heights and so forth. It's almost impossible to do. They get the strike zone almost dead cold. When they miss one, though, they're going to hear about it. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, high school, we didn't hit on that, Jeff, much, but uh, high school basketball is in the home stretch of the regular season, headed toward the district tournament play pretty soon. Got a couple ball clubs that got a real good season going on. Boys boys tournament, district tournament is ab- near as I can tell. They're, they're, nobody's going to be favored. So don't you think the region's going to be the same way in it, boys? It may be. It, it could well be. Um, There's not a Cane Ridge that, that's super no. strong the way it was last year. Um you know, you have Cain Ridge playing for Alabama now. Oh, yeah. He is a star. Oh, he? he is a star. Well, I can't imagine him playing high school just a few months ago. But anyway, be that as it may, I think our boys is wide open now. Blackman, wide open, I agree. Yeah, the Blackman girls are, are favored, uh, I think, pretty clearly in the girls. But that still leaves, uh, you know, three other spots to fill, and that's wide open. So it's going to be a very interesting tournament. And I've, I was told that the tournament is at Blackman. I don't, I, don't, I don't know that. I don't know that either, but I was told that this week. Well, it sounds like a good, good place, place to be. Yeah, good place to have it, yeah. New principal at Blackman High School, by the way, is one of my son's best buddies through high school, Riverdale graduate. Uh, it's hard to imagine the kid that spent time in my house <laughs> doing silly and crazy things like 15, yeah. 16, 17-year-olds do is principal of Blackman High School. Yeah, I've been there too. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> but he is, and, uh, and Blackman's a good school, for sure. we got lots of good schools around here. That's that's the good news. Well, I think we've got an interesting tournament coming up, uh, uh, and a lot of it will be right here on WGNS. I guess really it all will be. It'll be Some of it will be streamed, and other, others will be live. But uh, Brian Barrett will have it all for you with John Dinkins and others. And I guess Connor over here will be working the board. He's sucking money away for his future. He's <laughs> already past the million mark. You didn't know that, did well, you? Speaking of live radio, <laughs> yes, he's going to have to punch a button here in about 90 seconds to go to the boulevard for Rick Hensel Live. So we're going to get off the way so he can punch the button and head out to the boulevard by radio. If you want to listen, you can. If you want to go to the boulevard, you're welcome to do so. Rick Hensel Live at 6, Nick McNabb Live at 7. Okay, and the food is great, by the way. All and right. Talk to you. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.